Hey there, I'm Stacy. I love talking about how to know and live out God's callings in our lives, preferably cozied up with steaming beverages in comfy armchairs. You can head over to my website for more on discernment, stacysummerow.com. That's S-T-A-C-E-Y-S-U-M-E-R-E-A-U.com. What up, party people? Here's a little fun fact about me so you can get to know me better. I used to be a party motivator. That was a real job that I had between college and when I started my first uh, tour, which was The Wizard of Oz. It was a nice little side income for a while, and I would go to these bar mitzvahs and these bat mitzvahs, and I would dance with the 13-year-olds and try to get everybody like out there moving and grooving on the floor. It was so much fun, and I would dance for like five hours straight. It was the best workout. And I worked with this MC named Fresh. That wasn't his real name. And uh, a couple of DJs. One was named Angel. Another one was named Glide. And we would go to these extravagant parties. I mean, they must have been seven, eight, ten times as expensive as my wedding. Um, For one of them, one of the families actually rented out the Nationals baseball stadium in D.C. Uh, for their their son's bar mitzvah. And we would go to these extravagant parties and we would dance and get everybody on the dance floor. It's a very random fact, but I was kind of thinking about that as I was writing um, the show notes for this episode because if you've ever been to a concert with my guest today, it really feels like an extravagant party, except that it's all about Jesus, and it's amazing. Um, So my guest is Joe Melendrez, and there is literally no one else that I've ever seen who can get a crowd dancing and moving and grooving like this guy. He is a rap artist, and he has worked his way up from um, starting out with some maybe some raised eyebrows for some Catholics, because, you know, rap is kind of an edgy art form, into being one of the most popular Catholic speakers and performers today. And even if you don't consider yourself to be a really artsy person, I think you're really going to get a lot out of this episode if you feel any call or any creative desire, even just as a hobby. So Joe lives in sunny Los Angeles, California with his wife and his beautiful daughter. And he also teaches at Chaminade College Preparatory School as a religion teacher, I believe. So I'm so excited for this episode because I've been Catholic and a creative my whole life, and I've encountered all of the obstacles that any Catholic creative would, such as kind of feeling like a little bit of a misfit because Catholics are known for pushing, or sorry, uh, artists are known for pushing the boundaries, whereas Catholics sort of, we tend to cling to tradition and it's all about, you know, following the, the Ten Commandments and stuff. So knowing how the Holy Spirit and the creativity of the Holy Spirit interacts with that tradition is really a lifelong learning process. So Joe and I talked about using our creative gifts to redeem the culture, developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit, branding and using your art to minister to others, and what to do if you suffer from the paralyzing belief that I shouldn't even try because it's all been done before. I think anyone who sets out to do anything creative will feel that, and I hate that feeling. So I'm really excited to bring this episode to you. And in the spirit of creativity, I will be singing a little reflection for you, the Regina Chaley, which is a beautiful chant. So listen all the way to the end of the episode to hear that. And without any further ado, let's get to it. Joe Melendrez, so much. Good morning. We've got our coffee here. Called and caffeinated. Called and caffeinated. Let's go. Yeah, let's do this. 
We got our nice little hotel cups of coffee mm-hmm. here, which is not bad actually, as far as hotel coffee goes. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's really fun to do this in person because um, usually I do this over the phone. Yeah, so, so you can't see I if can't... they're actually drinking the coffee. Right, I, I don't have any <laughs> proof that they're actually Speaking caffeinated. Speaking on faith. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, we're at NCCYM right yeah. now, mm-hmm. and it's it's really a privilege to be in the same room. Yeah, yeah. Tampa, Florida. Yeah, beautiful outside. It's gorgeous, and we have a cool story of how we met. Actually, yeah. it was 2015 mm-hmm. um, at uh, in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and we were both there as speakers at NCYC mm-hmm. National Catholic Youth Conference. And I sat down next to you and your wife, and yeah. you guys actually let me know that the free food was yeah, next, next door. door. Yeah, I wasn't got, aware of that. Got to spread the word on the food, you know. <laughs> exactly. Got to share it. Um, spread the gospel. Spread the gospel. <laughs> spread the nutrition. You know, Jesus ate a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I sat down next to you and your wife, and you guys were like, oh, you look really familiar. Yeah, my yeah. wife, she was watching The Sisterhood, um, the show that you were on in mm-hmm. her class. We're both religion teachers at a Catholic high school. And she was like, man, I think I know her. And then it, it clicked. Um, yeah. And we've been friends ever since, so, so thanks great. for doing what you do. Oh, you too. Yeah, you've been a huge inspiration to me. Yeah, yeah so just tell me a little, bit about, a little bit about your faith journey as a young person. You know, what led you to wanting to be a speaker and um, be an artist? Yeah, well, I kind of have a unique story in the sense that I was born and raised Catholic, but just culturally Catholic. Mm-hmm. We never really went to church. Um, I went to an Episcopal grade school from mm-hmm. first grade through eighth grade. And then um, I really wanted to go to a public high school. My dad's like, you know, I really would like you to go to a Catholic high school. It's actually the same one he went to called Central Catholic. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, go for a year. If you don't like it, then you can make a decision. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I have to suffer one year, whatever. <laughs> and um, that Catholic high school had a big impact on my faith. And it was while I was at school there, um, one of the students invited me to go on a Catholic retreat called a Teen Acts Retreat, stands for Adoration, Community, Theology, and Service. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a retreat type of guy, but I was, I want to say an open guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been an artist at heart. Um, I've always been open to new things. And so when this guy invited me, Santiago, and he was like the valedictorian, like soccer um, team captain and everything and I was like I trust him you know so Mm -hmm. I'll go and when I went that's when basically God touched my life and from that moment forward I was 15 going into my sophomore year Mm -hmm. of high school and I was like what does this mean now like it was a game changer because everything that I had you know I had started performing around eighth grade I started dancing um, I enjoyed the performance and I was like well what does this mean now that Mm -hmm. I know God or that God's real like, do I drop everything? So I started this, like, this journey. And then what, is, what does it mean to be Catholic? You know, so mm-hmm. I started going to Mass and started asking questions. And then people, families that I knew who were Catholic, you know, I, I would go to Mass with, with different people. It was like things started changing. Then I, I started praying the rosary. There were a lot of, like, elements um, at this moment in my, my teenage years that were highly transformative, but that God was just, like, entering in at a very fast level and I was I was ready because I was young and like ready to go wherever he wanted me to go you know yeah that's amazing so he really harnessed your energy he just kind of came in and picked you right out yeah yeah and it was like because I think because I was creative he used that to his advantage and said okay um like we did I did like a donut like homeless like fundraiser type thing It's, it's called uh 
uh, just concerned because I was concerned for justice and ah. I was just concerned. And I would sell like Krispy Kreme donuts, you know, three times a week at my all guys school because guys are always hungry, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And Krispy Kreme. Oh man, those are so, so good. So good. You can't say that once. Once I just, I just like uh, open the box. You just smell it. Like they had to buy it. You know, it's crazy. Oh yeah. But I would like use that money to fundraise to get to feed homeless people to donate to different organizations. It was like, well, why not? just do good stuff on a regular basis you know so it it kind of like but it was because it was like uh i don't know god looked at the openness and open mind i think that's one of the biggest things is god's he wants people that are open he wants people to say yes Mm -hmm. you don't have to have a lot of talent you don't have to be certain good in certain areas but if you're like a willing servant he will use you and you'll never look back yes oh my gosh that's all so good um and i love that that he really reached out to you through your creativity, which is a big part of what I wanted to talk about yeah. today. Cause, um, uh, yeah, like you said, openness, it's just, um, there's, there's kind of this, I've noticed in my, my faith journey, cause I've been artistic my whole life as well. And I've noticed that there's sort of a, sometimes like a suspicion among Catholic, um, you get like Catholic people who are pretty straight laced and then you get like, you know, they, they think of artists as being sort of unstable and sort of flaky and Mm. maybe Mm. you know pushing the boundaries because a lot Mm. of artists are um have you ever kind of encountered any resistance to being a catholic artist or like i know there's a long tradition of of the catholic church really sponsoring art Mm -hmm. but that's mostly kind of the classical arts like you know painting and music um so what you do is it does push the boundaries um but you know how have you ever encountered any sort of pushback or well you know i would say um, okay, so I started rapping um, because I didn't think I had a really good singing voice. Hmm. And so I was like, well, if I can't sing like Justin Timberlake, then I'm going to rap, you know? Mm-hmm. And at least that'll give me something to do on stage while I perform, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it actually started because I was writing like poetry to girls that I liked. <laughs> and and that's how I started like rapping. And that's so, awesome. and then I would watch, I would listen to different rappers and and one rapper, uh, Notorious B.I.G., AKA Biggie, <laughs> he, he said, you have to rap what's real to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so true. A lot of people try to like fit into certain bubbles of, and rap is like, I had to rap what's real to me, which is God, God's real to me. Mm-hmm. And people always ask me, well, are you gonna change? Are you gonna be like, you know, secular? I'm like, why? If this is what my message is, why would I not want to share the gospel with every word that I say, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So that's where I feel called to do. But in the Catholic world and Christian world, sometimes like rap can be misunderstood. When rap and hip hop music, yeah, hip hop can be a culture, but rap is literally a way of taking lyrics into rhythm. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad about that, period. and but yet there have been very many misuses of this art and it can be negative and um say bad things about about other people but uh when you insert god well guess what it becomes godly it becomes good it becomes Mm -hmm. holy so when i insert god into hip-hop or rap it's just simply a, a different art form expressing the gospel and expressing praise and personally I think it, it, it almost like increases. I mean, they say that singing is praying twice. So I'm guessing yeah. rapping is probably praying three times. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so, um, so, so yeah, but there are some people, which I said, the open mindedness who are like, they have 
uh, almost like prejudice towards hip hop rap because they might have had a bad experience. All right, mm-hmm. which is totally okay. And but I'm trying to break that and say, hey, let's let's be open because this art can reach kids in way other art forms can't. Yes. And for that was essential for me. I wanted to be somebody that I didn't have as a teenager. Yeah. I didn't see Catholic musicians come through my school. The the I had one Catholic speaker that came through my school, Jason Everett, talking mm-hmm. about same like saving sex or marriage and um like that was that was beautiful. And I when I saw, I remember when I saw him, I was like, I'd like to do that someday. Yep. And so he planted a seed in my heart that you could be a Catholic speaker. Uh but I think what what's so important with the, the fast paced culture that we have we can't waste any time when the gospel needs to be shared. Yeah. So we need to do whatever it takes, um, and we, we, we have to be open. But also look at Jesus. He had such a radical ministry, all right? Mm-hmm. He, people weren't accepting what he was saying or doing on a regular basis, all right? Mm-hmm. He probably upset people almost every day, yeah. right? But he did it for the sake of the kingdom. And, I, and there's sometimes that we need to be smart about it, but we need to do whatever it takes to bring forth the kingdom. Absolutely. I'm with you. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And, and Jesus, you know, he certainly wasn't doing anything to please people. He was doing things to please God. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you could, like any guidelines you could you could give to any young person who maybe feels some kind of an artistic calling? They feel like, you know, this is, this is the way that I, I'm called to do something artistic, mm-hmm. but maybe they just don't see themselves fitting into traditional boxes. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to help them sort of follow that with, that creativity? With creative people, you have to always create. Yeah. Like, you find your avenue. So if it's, you know, drawing, painting, um, graphic design, um, like sidewalk chalk, whatever it may be, <laughs> you got you to gotta hone your craft and you got to cultivate it and you got to keep going at it, right? Yep. But never stop creating. Um, I like having multiple projects you know hey well I can work on this or I can work on this but they're all all creative Um, I would also one of the biggest things I say is surround yourself with like-minded individuals find other creatives out there collaborate Um, you know one person having creativity is awesome what do you have two three four five you have a team of creatives oh man that one idea from you just talking can turn into something amazing yeah so I that's where sometimes I, I think, um, like I work in youth ministry, and um, there are times I wish I had more kind of creative minds like me on staff, because a lot of times everyone just goes to me like, "Well, Joe, you're the visionary, you're the creative. Like, well, d- dream up something big." I'm like, "Well, I can do that, but it'd be nice to have, you know, other other help here, you know." Right, sounding boards. Yes, yeah, and, 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 yeah. and it works. Like, um, you know, we we brainstorm for themes for Catholic Schools Week and things like that. And the Holy Spirit moves. And yeah. that's like another huge element. Um, there are times in my life when I struggle with writer's block and I struggle with like having creativity, stuff like that. But the Holy Spirit can come in and activate any and every part of your creativity. Mm-hmm. In fact, we should rely on it all the time. And I always attribute like all of my albums. I'm like, well, they're like, did you write this? I'm like, well, I did with the help of the Holy Spirit. You know, yes. like I can't do this on my own whatsoever. I'm going to give all credit to God, but it's through the Holy Spirit that I can truly be creative. Yes. And, you know, um, I never, the Holy Spirit's kind of like this, he's like the underdog. You just don't really think about him that much. 
to, I mean, he's always, you know, he's in the Trinity, obviously, and you're like, okay, but like, who is the Holy Spirit really? And I had this big moment where I was like, oh my gosh, the Holy Spirit is everything in me that is creative. That, like, that's all from him. That was huge. So I started kind of developing like a relationship with the Holy Spirit and just like really thanking him and asking him to, to you know, to come in my heart. So, um, uh, yeah, for any creatives out there, I think that's, that's super important to realize that like, it's a good thing to be creative. It's not something that is, um, my gosh, a blessing to be creative. It's huge, a huge blessing. But I honestly think that sometimes we don't see it that way. Well, look at when you're a, a kid and you have art class, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I still remember going to art class. It was one of my favorite classes at school, painting and everything. And, and even like I just went home to visit my parents and I saw something I made in like high school and it was like a, it's like where you have foil and then you like kind of draw around it but then you put ink on top so it makes a cool like like weathered look on the foil and mm-hmm. I have this like image of Mary inside. I'm like, that was pretty cool, Joe. But it was like because I was doing art every day in class or every other day in, in class. And a lot of times once we get out of school, like middle school, high school, then you don't, you're not doing art in college. You don't have to take an art class in college. And so right. then you get in the real world and your job, I don't have time to, to do art. I remember one time when I was dating my wife and now wife and uh I, I came i went to her house and she was crafting she was like painting like this Aww. this like heart box and it was blue and, this, and i was like oh you craft and i was like oh that's cool but like she was like doing it as expressing a, a art she's an artist as well you know so yeah. like it, it's important that we never lose sight of this is a part of us yes and if god is the ultimate creator and we should be imitators of Christ. We need to be imitators of his creation and we need to be creating like him on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wake up, you see the sunrise, like that didn't just happen, all right? Mm-hmm. He designed every color in that sunrise, right? Yep. Yep. So, I mean, look at every different person out there, that, how unique they are. It's like, well, this is, this is how he made us. We have a part of us. If we're to be like God, that should be highly creative. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, I think there's great, such great encouragement for people because a lot of times, you know, we see YouTube, we see, um, there's just so many people out there doing so many creative things. And with the internet, it's so hard not to compare yourself to other people mm-hmm. and just to think like, oh, well, they're better than, this person is, is better than what I'm, you know, what I could ever hope to be. And yeah. so I might as well give up, which I think is such, I mean, that's not the right way to be thinking about it at all. So I love there's, your encouragement. Yeah, there's um, a part of, I, I kind of fall into that sometimes because mm-hmm. I, want to say I was my friend put it best is like it's artistic excellence I want artistic excellence for Jesus yeah at all times and uh, there are times that I'm disappointed with the uh, design um with like promotion within the church um websites like all these things and I'm like well it's totally possible but some for some reason it's uh, not a priority and for I'm a visual learner, so Mm -hmm. for me, if something is not like well designed or something, I'm just like it's immediately like I don't give it a lot of credit or stuff like that. So that's like anything I produce, I want it to be excellent, and I will. I have like a team of designers that I work with. I'm so thankful God brought them all in my life, and we work to make make awesome stuff for Jesus, awesome art for God. You know. Yeah. Um, But. I also look at performers like I'm a big Michael Jackson fan, Justin Timberlake, and like all these like legends. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to put music videos out unless they looked like Thriller and stuff like you yeah. know. And it's like, well, and that's a thing though. Right now we're in a place where 
content is so important. Yeah. And what I mean by content is anything you put out, uh, it could be video, could be pictures, could be uh, music, but the content, we need to constantly give content to others. So even if your content isn't spectacular, but it's something that could plant a seed of faith, Mm -hmm. then you need to put it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the that's the world we live in right now. Where yeah. any like you, I could go upstairs in a hotel room, make a song on my computer, record it in the hotel room, release it the next day. That's where we are right now in our yeah, world. Absolutely. There's nothing stopping us from creating. So we need to use our tools on a regular basis to create content for Jesus. Right. Absolutely. And you know, even just the way that social media keeps changing its algorithm. If you want to stay at the, you know, if you want to keep visibility, you have to post a lot, which is something that I definitely struggle with mm. as well. Because mm. I'm like, I want every post to be like really great, and you know, yeah, yeah to, to have to keep adding to your story all the time. But I think it's like a, a mindset. You just, you just like get into that mindset where like it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be progress that just has to be out there in the and, world and there needs to be intention yes and i think one of the the biggest things um i'm i'm one of my friends father rob galea i think he's a great example of using social media and art in our world um he he's based in australia but he has also a team of people who do amazing stuff but they have they are mapped out you know so they have mm. posts inspirational posts you know two or three times a week they have nice. funny posts they have promotional conference posts they have like mm. all these things where we need to be looking ahead constantly mm-hmm. a lot of times we're i want to say um we're not mission driven we know we want to spread the good news but why okay we want people to know jesus but why you know like oh we want mm-hmm. people to get to heaven okay now we're on to something well can we be more specific on how we're going to relay this message yeah. and what our plan of attack is yeah. because if, if we're just like trying different things it's, it's like we could go 10 years of our life without like goals and directions why are mm-hmm. certain certain companies so successful because they have goals they want to meet and they meet these goals and if they don't they work harder too yeah um and i don't i don't think we might we might not have those at all times in ministry um in what we produce as catholic artists uh, but we need that. We need to look, take any, I always say like, okay, if I'm going to make a website, I'm going to look at the top artist websites out there and I'm going to get ideas and I'm going to build my website similar to, you know? Mm-hmm. So you need to look at the best companies. You look at, you know, Apple, you look at Nike, you look at all these, like who's doing it well, who can brand, who can, do, and then take inspiration, use them as references to do whatever you're doing. So yes. a lot of times, well, I, I want to start from the ground up. Yes, but people are already doing it. And it's okay. It, you don't want to like copy it exactly, but get ideas mm-hmm. and then go yeah. from there. Yeah, definitely. And and your individuality will come through that. Of I think course. It's, it's you developing make it your, your own. Voice. Yeah. So like somebody who's right at the beginning of their journey and they're like, oh, I feel called to something creative. I don't know where to start. I love that you said, you know, kind of imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. But then, you know, I, I found certainly for myself with my blogging and, and, you know, podcasting and everything, your individual voice comes through. Yeah. You just, you have to give it time and you have to kind of, you have to be okay with like, messing up sometimes or not being inspirational not being the best you just have to continue to and you know and that's that's humility too honestly because well, you know i, I want to say that's one of the biggest things that so my wife and i we did this uh it's called soap it stands for scripture observation uh application and prayer it's cool. like a bible study mm. and we did the book of colossians this past year and this soap method i want to say really transform our lives and our marriage like um literally um 
meditating on the word of God every day, it was like unreal, hmm. um, life-giving. People don't know, we hear about, but God's word is alive. Mm-hmm. And we started seeing it in action in our, in our everyday life. Uh, brought us closer together and now like it's like when we don't when we don't so we like we create so we started creating our own soaps after that like we want to like right now we're going through philippians and stuff but it's like it's like we crave the god's word you know yeah. it's beautiful yeah but what um i, I why I, I brought this up is because um like right now i'm creating a soap based on um scripture that inspired my album mm-hmm. um so that people can also dive in as well but it was it's basically when we can give ourselves access to to god mm-hmm. we need to like use use what he's continually providing and inspiring us to do yeah. but really pay attention to it and not ignore the, the signs and signals that he's he's leading us in this direction mm-hmm. and in like we talked about the holy spirit one of the biggest things is like you know if you really want to be spirit led you got to let the Holy Spirit, if you hear something, you got to go. Yeah. You know, um, and you're very much a person of action. I can tell you every time I've been around you, you have this energy and it's like you, I I feel like you're at the point where you don't really doubt yourself too much anymore. Is that true? You just kind of, you've, you've learned to act when the spirit moves you in the moment. Totally. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and like the, the, like the one part of the method is the, uh, the application part. And this is where, uh, it gets really big is where you say, how does the scripture apply to my life right now? Yeah. So there's a large part that I, I sometimes think we overlook is the self-reflection. Like looking inside, it's easy to read a scripture and say, oh, that applies to my friend. Oh, that applies to this person. Yeah. That, but but can I point it inward? Can I look in the mirror and say, well, you know, God, this is an area where I'd like to work on. I can be humble enough. I can be introspective mm-hmm. and that's where transformation will take place and that's where when you can be comfortable with who you really are that's when your true artistry will come out yeah. that's when people will be attracted to you because you're just a real person yes that's when you're not thinking or overthinking about what you're gonna post or what you're gonna say mm-hmm. it's just you're being real yeah. and I always say real recognize real and that's that's how it is that's so, so cool. that's really important what is so the soap method yeah. is there is that like a website you can go to? Is yeah, it a method? Yeah, you know, um, I'm sure if you just look, Google it, like Bible study soap method, I actually don't even know where it started. Okay. But um, but if you... I want to do that now. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah. the first, so we have S, so scripture. So say, um, let's use John 10, 10. I, I came to give life and life to the full, right? So you, you, you write that down, you circle, underline things that strike you, you meditate on just that verse, all right? Then uh, observation, so what, what is that, what is that, what am I getting from that? What is God saying there? Application, how does it apply to my life? And then mm-hmm. prayer, making a prayer about that verse in, in your life. And, and so you it's go through verse easy. by verse? Basically? So yeah, so like one day we'll do just that verse, and the next day another verse, and the next day. So you like, so you just cool. do a couple verses a day, it allows you to like really sit on the word yes. and let it resonate inside of you. Oh my gosh, I want to do that with with John. Yeah, I feel like it's that would super be super just... easy, but yeah. changes the game. Yes, I feel like that would be such good food for conversation. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, as we're talking here, um, you know, I, I just love what you said about like being a real person because um, so often I used to get really caught up in like I need to be fabulous all the time, right, but yeah. it's not about me. Mm. And that's what the the cool thing, the cool transformation has been for my ministry is like. I'm recognizing that like I, it's really, I'm a channel, you know, I'm that's not, that's it. yeah, I'm a channel, I'm a voice, I'm a mouthpiece and I have to rely on the Holy Spirit, but like 
it's not it, it it's it's his voice coming through me mm-hmm. and it's and I get to tap into God like you know and he is endless and he is limitless and boundless so it's like it's so much less about me than I ever than I ever realized and I think um, I just know like being in New York, you know, it was, you were always trying to like be the best, be the fastest, be the, the most talented and everything. And, and it just, it gets, it gets so hard and it gets so lonely when it's all about you. Yeah. When you learn to collaborate, I think that's when it sort of opens up yeah. and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're like the inspiration's flowing and you just don't need to doubt yourself. Totally. Yeah. And the well, phrase that, uh, I remember exactly where it was when it hit me, I actually used it on a t-shirt. I, I say, it's all God. So like people like like oh that was amazing like what's all God like give him the glory yes. right and and that's the biggest thing you you take the pressure off of you when you're just asking God to deliver which he always delivers all yes. right he's never let me down yes um so so therefore anytime like people ask well you get nervous for your you're gonna go perform like no because it's I'm not doing this for me like yep. I'm not doing this for ratings for this like I'm literally doing this to share the gospel yes and. God knows he's going to use me and then, and he's going to help me out whenever yep. I need him. In fact, the number one tool that I have for for overcoming fear is just surrender. Just like tell God like whatever you want to bring out of this moment, let it be. And um, and I mean that changed my life. That that was the story of my discernment was where I finally learned um, when I was discerning religious life to say to God like I give you everything and I yeah. would pray this prayer like I give yeah. you my heart my mind my memory my imagination my past my future my sins and every every single part of yourself you go through it and then it's really it's usually really hard to give over like one two or three things <clears throat> and those are the areas that you really need to go to that day those are the ways yeah. in which you're trying to hold yourself back from God and um, and you know and eventually you learn to sort of just give him everything. And yeah. then from there, things become so much easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, much yeah. easier. Because then it's, yeah, it, it, it's a transformation. It's a whole transformation. And I think that follows through to your creativity as well. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still very tempted sometimes to hold on to like, oh, I need to get this many likes on this post. And yeah, I need yeah. to get, you know, the, but it's not, it's still yeah. not about that. Well, yeah. And, and I was going to actually bring back to the discernment. Um, when I was in high school, I used, like like I said, I was getting new to my faith, and once I was, you know, just a kind of a trailblazer as a young teen in my faith, like, mm. of course, I had all these moms, oh, you should be a priest, you should be a priest, so like, I'm like, okay, well, which, am I, that's what I'm supposed to be, I don't know, so in college, I actually discerned with the Marianist brothers, awesome. and did a live-in, and was a Marianist contact, and I'm so thankful, because I feel like they really helped raise me in my faith, because I went to a Marianist high school at a Marianist University, University of Dayton, and... Um, you know, in my discernment, I felt like I could go, I could be a priest, a brother, um, or, you know, I could, you know, pursue married life, you know? Mm -hmm. And I really felt God saying, Joe, you decide. Because I was like, God, what do you Mm -hmm. want me to do? Yes. And and he was saying, well, that's on you to decide. You're going to, if you're serving me in either avenue, I'm going to be happy. So I want you to be happy, you decide. So for me, um, making that decision was a bit tough because I was always thinking, well, he's going to just show me this and that. Um, so I pursued marriage with my wife and God provided this wonderful young woman in my life. And yeah. this crazy thing about her is, so she's from Los Angeles and she had she went to Texas to visit her family, San Antonio, right? And she's like, man, I like I like Texas boys. She's oh. like, you know, I, I, want, I want a Texas guy that has a strong faith that moved to L.A., but isn't hasn't been here too long, so he's not jaded by LA. And like, 
what she prayed for and what she declared like I meet the description wow. exactly you know that's cool and but that's the power of prayer you know like yes. you, you you tell God you know be specific in your prayers you know like mm-hmm. um, but that's what I think one of the biggest things is yes God wants us to pursue his will but he also gives us the freedom to choose yes and he will always give that to us and never feel like oh I did I let God down because I didn't become a brother or priest or I let God down because I got married or no you can if you're a doctor all right if you're a construction worker all right it doesn't matter what you're doing you can be glorifying God yeah I think that God does call us to a specific vocation he does have something that he has picked out for us in terms of you know married priesthood um, religious life except or, or single life but within that there is so much freedom mm-hmm. and um, this is something that I did not even begin to realize when I started discerning religious life, but God does want you to choose because he doesn't, it, it's more of a father to a child relationship than mm-hmm. it is a master to a, a slave. So mm-hmm. God's not just going to give you like this one perfect plan. Yeah. There's, there is freedom and there is um, creativity within that. And there is um, responsibility as well, which I think it's sometimes we don't want to take on that responsibility. Right. We don't want to be the ones, we don't want it to be on us that I made this choice, but really we are responsible for our choices because we have free will. Mm-hmm. And, and and that is, you know, and I'm not saying that God doesn't have any plan for mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. um, but I think that a lot of times we just think of it as in this very narrow way and it is much wider than that. So um, I know we don't have too much more time, but uh, I, I think a lot of the things we've been talking about, about, you know, action and just like create and do your, you know, uh, do what you feel called to do. That is all wonderful and so good. I want to talk really quick about branding because Mm. I think that that is something as well that kind of helps transform your ministry from it's all about me to who am I serving. Um, So I follow a a lady called Marie Forleo. Have you ever heard her? Heard of her? Yeah, she. So she and I don't agree on a lot of like you know the life things, but as far as like a creative entrepreneur's Mm -hmm. leader, she's Mm -hmm. she's really excellent, and um, she kind of encourages everybody who's a creative to come up with this ideal customer avatar, where you actually go. It, deep into the the, the heart and the psyche mm-hmm. of, of this person, just one person that you're trying to serve. Mm-hmm. And you sort of create this person, not just out of thin air, but yeah. from your observations yeah. about the world. Um, and then from there, you kind of, um, you really try to serve that person. Mm-hmm. So is that something that, um, is that similar to what you've come up with? Or like, how do you, um, how do you, yeah, just give me a little, little bit about branding. I, I, li- I like that. Um, I would say... When it comes to branding, so you look at, like I said before, who's doing it well. But then the other side is, I want to say sometimes I think I look at, well, okay, I make clothes. I make God Swag Apparel. Yeah. And um, I always said I want I want a relevant and attractive faith-based apparel so I can rep what I believe. Yeah. And... I wouldn't if if I would not make something if I would not wear it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so therefore, um, I'm not putting things out to please a certain like customer. I'm I'm making things that I want to be cutting edge and like can people could wear in a club and mm-hmm. they can wear at the mall and they don't just wear at like you know uh, in Catholic circles or at Christian events or at church. Right. And so that's kind of the direction that I wanted to go in of of being things that can fit I would say be in the world but not of the world yeah and that's super important um, so when it comes to music 
instead of making music that you know uh, it sounds just like this or that, I want to take pick, take and pick from like all different relevant uh, like artists that are are hot right now in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll go to you know like music festivals, secular festivals. Like mm-hmm. I want to be there, and I'm wearing my my God swag and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like I want to be there to see who's doing art at the the best and highest level, mm-hmm. and then how can I use inspiration from this, even performance from visuals, videos, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my biggest thing is yes, branding is so important. Finding your own space um, and, and really working at it, uh, and, and it's it's really hard to do alone. That's why you need to mm-hmm. look at look at the gifts you have, what you have, what you don't have, and what the gifts you don't have. Find people who do have those gifts. Yeah. Um, cool. But having having that vision and and really trying to do the best that you can, produce the best for Jesus, um, so that people that may not believe in Christ can be like, oh, I respect that. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I can vibe with that. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Final question. Sure. How did you use Chipotle to evangelize? Well, um, <laughs> yeah, so my friend um, Bud Narone, that's his name, uh, he, <laughs> he won Good this name. contest uh, at Chipotle, and he won free burritos for a year in the <sighs> University of Dayton, right? I want that. And I was like, dude, that is so cool. I'm like, I want to win that contest next year. So sure enough, um, they were giving out these these forms. It's like, hey, write an essay about Chipotle um, and how it affected your summer vacation. I'm like, okay. Mm. So went to Creative Space, prayed about it, wrote an essay, but then wrote a rap on top of it. Love it. Right? It's called Gotta Get It Now. Um, check it out on YouTube. But it was about the burritos became my soul food and inspiration. I was in writer's block, and then I had a burrito, and then the burrito I had, it, I started writing rhymes, and it just, I just had to have burritos constantly. So they loved it, and I took it like a photo shoot, like in front of Chipotle, like the album art, and I mean it's crazy stuff. But hey, I was doing whatever I had to do to get these burritos. You gotta so, do it. So then when I I won the contest, and I was like, oh man, now what? Like I got a lot of burritos. What am I gonna do with it? And you mm-hmm. like say it's a responsibility. So with after the first two like dine-ins at Chipotle, so three burritos a day every day for a year. So not just one Whoa. for me, but three. So I could bring two other people. Nice. I decided to create into a ministry, and it kind of organically started. And I, I, we shared on four main topics. Um, we looked at Mary as a, a role model of faith. Um, we looked at our spiritual journey from a child to now. Um, we looked at um, a relationship currently affecting our life, could be positive, could be negative, and we looked at our future aspirations and dreams. And I would bring two people every day, whether I knew them or didn't know them, I make announcements at church, in my classroom, I would find um, sometimes random people, people studying in the library, I'd deliver Chipotle to them, like, I, 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 I was free, so I'm happy to serve in any way, um, but that was an amazing year. Um, it was over seven thousand dollars in free Chipotle. Praise, oh praise my gosh! And did you get sick of it? No. And people ask me like, how how did the last burrito taste? I'm like, as good as the first. One. <laughs> um, but but it really was uh, an incredible year for me. But also to say, well, one, if you don't believe God is real, I hope now you know because only God can provide free burritos for a year. Okay. <laughs> And then to see like man on the desert, <laughs> just, yeah, no, but to see this transformation and like one of this one guy Jim, uh, he reached out to me. He loves Chipotle. 
um, first meeting, I he like I didn't I didn't sit there, so I'm like, where are you, Jim? He's like, oh, we'll go again, whatever. So we go again. He comes my good friend, became my roommate. All right, now Jim's a nice. priest. Okay, Whoa. I'm not saying it's because yeah. of me, but I'm yeah. saying like I, like I watched him go from being a high a college student, you know, to my roommate, and now he's he's a priest, and I'm like, that's man, so cool. Father Jim. Yeah, Jim Cosgrove. Um, but no, it's it was a blessing. But that's, that's awesome. the thing. We need to look for those opportunities where we can ask God to bless us so that we can bless others. 100%. And I think, even, you know, if you don't have free Chipotle for a year, you can still do that. You can still take somebody out for coffee, out for oh my lunch. Gosh. That's what I'm trying to do here with this podcast is like, I don't get to go out for coffee with people too yeah, much anymore because yeah. I have two little babies and like, mm. do they want to sit down while mommy has coffee? No, not, of course not. <laughs> so this is what I do. You know, yeah. like we, we have coffee and we talk about Jesus and I'm trying to put it out there. So I just love that. That is yeah. incredible. And I think there's like, you know, you could take that principle and you could apply that to Anywhere. so many things. And you got to be yeah. creative. Think, be creative. Like, Yes. brainstorm with people talk to ask the holy spirit like we can do so much yes don't put yourself in a well i'm old so i can't do this no like go or I don't i'm care. too young okay that's I another just, big another, thing. another thing yeah so mm-hmm. like um um uh, for kfc colonel sanders right mm-hmm. he started kfc when he was 66 years old right Dang, because he had this amazing recipe for this chicken all right mm-hmm. bam he was 66 years old now look i mean all these, it, 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 you can't put limits on God. So Truly. don't, so don't put limits on yourself. That's the name of the episode. You can't put limits on God. Mm-hmm. I love it. Jim Lendros has been such a pleasure. Great Thank you so much. You. And I'll link to in the show notes. I'll link to your new album, Chosen. Chosen. Let's go. Love Sounds it. good. Yeah, Chosen and Caffeinated. Chosen and Caffeinated. <laughs> well, God bless and have All a right. wonderful rest of your conference. Such a pleasure being with you. Thank you. Today. Appreciate this. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Now, please do tell me what guests and what kind of topics would you like to see featured on this podcast? Please leave me your feedback over at stacysummero.com. And also don't forget that those iTunes reviews are not going to write themselves. So please, if you have a minute, I would so appreciate you writing one for me. I've linked to all of the places where you can find Joe, including his new album, Chosen and God Swag Apparel in the show notes. So enjoy your week. I will be singing the Regina Chaley for you if you stick around. So enjoy. And I will talk to you soon. God bless. Regina Chaley, letare, alleluia. Quia, quemeruisti portare. Dixit, Alleluia.